Hello, Courier Nation. Welcome to the Deliver on Your Business podcast, where you are the boss. Each week, we talk about how to make the most of your business as an independent contractor, as a courier delivering for gig economy apps like Grubhub, DoorDash, Postmates, Uber Eats, and so many others. Well, welcome back to another week of the Deliver on Your Business podcast. Folks, I appreciate you coming back. And to this week, we're going to wrap up something that we've been doing over a little bit of a time. We took a look at several of the past episodes looking at asking the question of each of these companies, how are they as far as working with them as a delivery option? We looked at Grubhub, we looked at DoorDash, we looked at Postmates, and we looked at Uber Eats. And we asked a series of questions. And what I want to do today is kind of summarize that by just asking the same questions, but maybe doing a little bit more of a comparison, seeing how they line up with each other. Now, I'm going to say this right away. This isn't about finding the best. This isn't about picking which one you want to do. And I don't think you can make decisions based on maybe all the things that I've got to say here, because a lot of this is my opinion. It's based on my experience. It's based on how I do things. It's based a lot on how things are in my market. Your market's going to be different. How you see things is going to be different. I think why it's important to have this discussion, though, is it helps us see that it's good to have a lot of options in this. Back when I was in telecom, I had a mentor that used to, he'd present a variety of options. Let's say, you know, he'd give you, here are the five long distance companies that uh, that you can look at. And instead of trying to sell you on one, he'd just say, pick one, they're all thieves. And that's kind of how I feel about these gig companies, you know? They're scum. And they're scum for their own reasons. I'll get into that a little bit in a bit. The good news is you don't have to pick just one. You know what I mean? So what we're doing today is we're going back. We took a look in episode 33 at Postmates. Episode 35 was Grubhub. Episode 39 was DoorDash. And and 45 was Uber Eats. And we asked the same series of questions. And we're going to kind of look at those questions again this time. We're not going to go as nearly in as in-depth on this. I'm just going to summarize those things, but more like get an idea. How do these guys all compare? And the questions that we asked in each of those episodes were the following. How is their pay? How is their app? What are their deliveries like? Do they respect the independent contractor relationship? And how is their support? So let's take a look at each of those questions now and just kind of compare everybody based on those questions. So our first question is, how is the pay? And this would be the one we'll probably spend the most time on, because ultimately, it's probably the most important question, isn't it? There was a time, though, that you could look at deliveries. You know, say you completed a delivery for somebody, and you could say, you know what? This delivery would have paid me this much with Grubhub, and this much on Postmates, and this much on Uber Eats, and this much on DoorDash. You know what I mean? Because, well, except for DoorDash anyway, you had kind of a transparent pay model, but that transparency is going the way of the dinosaur. You know, Grubhub did away with it. Um, Uber Eats is doing away with it right now as they roll out their new model. They've got their formula still remaining in some markets, and they they took away the transparency in others. Um, DoorDash has become even less transparent, to be honest, and uh, Postmates will probably get there soon enough. But, you know, the question is, outside of that, if you don't have any transparency, how would you compare how companies pay? And um, I think one of the things is, one thing that you could do is just performance. 
but I'm not sure that that's necessarily a real good one. And, and here's what I mean. It's like, for me, I track every delivery. And so I've got totals of how many minutes and how much I made based on every company. And and I can tell you what my profit per hour, that's uh, you know how much money is left over after my car expenses, profit per hour for each company. And uh, in, in 2019, you know, we're almost to the end of the year and my profit per hour with Postmates was $22.48. With Grubhub, it was $21.61 per hour. DoorDash was $20.37. And then Uber Eats was way behind in the rear with $17.87 per hour profit. Now, that makes it look po- like Postmates is doing really good, but I think it's kind of misleading. You know what I mean? And uh, you know what we'll do is let's just kind of look at each of the different platforms and see some things about them. So let's start with Uber Eats. Now, they at one time had the best base pay of anybody. Uh, with their formula, what, what I found is every time I compared them, their formula to a delivery that I did for somebody else, they almost always came out a little bit better. Uh, and, and if the delivery was longer, it was a lot better pay. Well, they've slashed that by about 40% with their new pay model. So they're kind of right there with everybody else. Now, there was a time where they really discouraged tipping. And in fact, they didn't have the option in the app for the longest time. And I think they've had, it's, they're having trouble overcoming that now. And uh, customers still do not tip anywhere near as well on Uber Eats as they do with anybody else, even compared to Postmates. Now, one thing that Uber Eats does have in their favor, I think they have to because the tipping is so bad and now the base pay is is not that great either, is they've got to be a lot better with their promotions and their incentives. So they've got their quests and their boosts, and uh, now they've got a trip supplement. And so those are areas where I think they're a lot better. Ultimately, I think the reason that they did their new pay model was because the tipping is that bad and they realize they've got to get that better. And the idea is, I believe that if they can improve the tipping, then they can reduce pay somewhere. Well, they can't do that with the pay model as what it was. That's my theory anyway. Uh, We'll find out if that's true or not. Now, Postmates is kind of an enigma because, as I mentioned, they had the highest per hour profit, but they are far and away the lowest in pay. And I think a lot of that has more to do with the fact that they're probably the least busy in my market. There's a lot longer wait between orders for them. I don't know if it's that they don't have as much business or if they've got too many drivers. It's probably a little bit of both. But I would say that right now their base pay is probably a little better than anybody else. They've still got their formula. I would imagine they're going to move away from that. But maybe they won't. Who knows? They might prove me wrong. But tipping surprises me. I expected that tipping would be about like Uber Eats because the tip was done after the delivery. And um, actually, I make more in tips with Postmates than I do on the delivery fees and incentives and everything. So I would say that tipping is a close third behind Grubhub and DoorDash. On the incentives, they've got incentives that look good on paper, but I basically kind of give them no credit for incentives because my experience has been that more often than not, you go out after, like they'll have a quest, they give you a bonus amount that uh, if you go out and you deliver so many orders within, you know, let's say eight orders in a four hour period, that uh, you'll get a guaranteed amount, right? Well, you go out and you chase that and then you hit the sixth order. And when 
all of a sudden that seventh and eighth order never come along. Doesn't matter how busy it is. It's like they just decide, oh, we don't want to pay out this, so we're going to stop sending these orders out. And so there's a trust factor that's gone with that. Now let's look at DoorDash. They're kind of weird right now because they're still trying to figure out their pay model. Because let's face it, folks, yeah, they rolled out a pay model, but there is no pay model. It's non-existent. They tell you that their base pay is based on time, distance, and desirability. But here's the deal. You cannot have a one-mile delivery that offers $2 for the base and have a six-mile delivery that offers $2 for the base and tell me that time and distance have anything to do with that base. Okay, so that's it's an arbitrary number. And the bottom line is their base pay is far worse than anybody else. Now, everybody else is kind of racing to zero. So it's not that being worse than anybody else really means that much. You know what I mean? I will say that their tips are competitive with Grubhub. And in really busy times, their peak pay incentives make them, I would say, easily the most attractive option. Uh, when when it's snowing out and they're offering ten or twelve dollars extra per delivery, it's like why would you deliver for anybody else, right? Now I would say that Grubhub is closer to having a transparent model than Uber Eats now and DoorDash because uh, they've got a little bit of a formula. It's supposedly like a twenty two cents a mile and. Uh, 13 cents a minute or something like that. There's some weird quirks in the way that the payouts show up and in the the pay amount, the final pay amount. Uh, If you notice, if you take a look at your payouts from Grubhub and notice how many of those deliveries end in between zero and 15 cents, there's no way it can happen that often, not, not mathematically. And so there's something else in that formula. There's some kind of glitch or there's something weird about that. But anyway, that's neither here nor there, I guess. But tips are really good with Grubhub. I think they are the best of anybody. Now, I don't know if it's that they encourage the tips better or if it's that maybe the value of the restaurants that I'm delivering from is a little higher or what, but they tend to be probably the best at tipping. And incentives are pretty much non-existent. But now they've got a problem kind of like DoorDash, or I'm sorry, like Postmates now, where they've been kicking out some things lately. They say, go out and deliver. It's really busy, and we're going to increase pay by up to 40%. And I've had four different times they've done that, and none of those times have I seen extra pay. And so, you know, again, trust is an issue. And and I think maybe that's why that whole point that I said about the pennies and things like that, it, it seems like a small thing. Maybe it makes a difference of up to 60 or 80 cents on your pay, but it comes down to trust. And that's a problem with Grubhub on the pay is it's, it's more about the trust. And maybe in the end, it doesn't matter because you know the amount that you're getting with Grubhub and you can decide, is it worth taking or not? Yes or no. And, and I'm cool with that. Ultimately, my concluding thoughts on the pay is profit per hour can be misleading. You know, what I mentioned before, Postmates looks better, but I make less with them. And I think it varies based on how you do things. But in the deal, in the end, Grubhub is right in the middle of the pack, but I make so much more money. I make 70 or 75% of what I earn through Grubhub. And I think what that means is the question you've got to ask is, which company is the most consistent? In my market, that is Grubhub. Uh, Part of why the others are as high on profitability is that I'm consistent with Grubhub, but if I've got a little gap in there, then I can go pick up a short order from DoorDash or Postmates. And so I might pick up a little, you know, 
Postmates delivery that I know is going to be done in 10 minutes is going to pay five or six dollars. It's a high per hour rate, but it's a low dollar rate. And so that kind of thing, you've just got to decide though on the pay, which one would be able to pay you consistently the most as you're going along. And if you need to make a primary one, you don't always have to, but if you need to, you know, choose on that, choose more on the consistency. And so that's kind of where I stand with the pay right now. It's kind of like Grubhub uh, has a little bit of a lead over DoorDash. And then I would put um, Postmates next and Uber Eats in the end. So the next question is, who's got the better app? I mean, you know, we work off of an app uh, to tell us what offers there are and things like that. So how are the how are the apps for each of these different companies? Now, I'm going to tell you right away that DoorDash is the best by far and away. And DoorDash is the very worst. DoorDash provides so much more information than anybody else, especially if you've got an Android and you've got access to the little widget because you can know how far you're going total. You can know the customer's address. You can know the ETA. You can know the customer notes. You can know all of that stuff before you ever accept or reject deliveries. And But the problem is that the app crashes so often. It is just so unreliable. Uh, they, it seems like every Friday there's an outage, you know. And so as great as they are for the information, they're horrible as far as the reliability. Now, Grubhub, I think their app is far more stable and reliable. I can remember a couple of pretty huge outages, but it doesn't happen nearly as often. And it's been a while since I really experienced one that was just huge. But they provide... I think better information than either of the other two and not quite as much as DoorDash, but I think enough to make a quality decision on a delivery. And you got a little more access to information in between when you accept the order and when you have to pick up. And they're probably better than anybody else as far as knowing the pay amount when you accept that order. I mean, you know that you're going to get what they offered you. And so I think that's a big one in Grubhub's favor. And Postmates now, they will give you a map on the order. You can tell what the restaurant is, which is better than what Uber Eats used to be. And it'll give you a map with a customer location. They do not give you an amount of any kind. So you have to kind of estimate for yourself. I don't think that's as big a problem because you can kind of tell how far you're going and that'll give you an idea of what you, what it's going to be. But after you accept the order, it's kind of hard to pull up the information on where the customer is, at least not until you pick up the delivery from the restaurant. And so that's that's kind of an issue. And uh, But I will say that the app works for the most part. I don't know of any crashes that I've ever experienced with um, Postmates, although I've had a couple times where the notification sound will freeze on me and I've got to force stop the app to get that to shut off because it's as annoying as all get out. But uh, when I get to Uber Eats, I will say that they've made a dramatic leap forward. They were so far behind everybody else on information. You didn't know the name of the restaurant. You didn't know where you were going. So they're starting to show the map now under the new pay structure. And uh, they are showing you even an estimated drop off or a drive time from the restaurant to the customer, which is more than anybody other than DoorDash does. It's sometimes hard to get that information. And uh, they also show you a minimum pay, which is kind of acting a lot like what DoorDash was before. But once you've accepted, though, 
you can't get back to that customer information until you pick up. So there's there's a lot of limitations. I think they tend to be a little more stable than maybe any of them. They're probably the most stable. But I will say that the improvements have some limitations. Now, ultimately, I think the toughest call if you're trying to rate them is how do you rate DoorDash? Because they're so much better than everybody on information. They're so much worse in stability. Ultimately, I kind of put them in number two, and it's just because the information is so much worse on Postmates and Uber Eats, and especially trying to get the customer information after you've accepted a delivery offer. Now, I would say that Grubhub, they provide enough information that is useful enough, and the stability of their app is improved enough that I put them up at number one. So our third question is, what are the deliveries like? You know, one of the reasons that I find that the uh, Postmates deliveries were so profitable per hour, it had more to do with the restaurants having the food right away. And one, one of the biggest issues with profitability per hour has to do with wait time at the restaurant. And I found that Postmates, I think, just was better at having the food ready. And I could get in and out. And usually it also had to do with doing a lot shorter deliveries. So some of it had to do more with the choice of what I was accepting but I think as long as it's not an order and pay, um, Postmates deliveries were very efficient. It doesn't mean their dispatching was always efficient. Um, I'm not sure they were any better than anybody else. But there was one huge problem. Now, I, I do need to say this. I do not accept order and pay with Postmates. So um, that's just uh, that's part of uh, being a little more efficient, I guess. Uh, that's, they're, they're the worst at the order and pay, but uh, I avoid those like the plague. Now, one big problem with Postmates is they have this a tendency of just adding a delivery to your queue without asking if you want to accept it. I think it's part of their block party thing that they do where if a customer orders, then other people in that area can order from the same restaurant and uh, not have any delivery fees. But the problem with it is they just stack those on and you can't choose to accept or reject. And that's just a really big problem in my opinion. So... Moving on to Uber Eats, now they've been nice and straightforward on the delivery side. And uh, they might be the worst at having the longer waits right now. And part of the problem is they don't give you an ETA. You never know when that order is supposed to be ready or when it's supposed to be delivered. So you can't really prepare for those longer waits. One thing I really like with Uber Eats is their customers do tend to be waiting at the curb. And so that efficiency uh, I think is is much better in those situations. Yeah, their their efficiency with stacked orders is okay. I do sometimes get deliveries that are going opposite directions, but um, moving on to Grubhub, what can I say about Grubhub? Other than their dispatching is horrible, folks. It's not even close to anybody else. It is that bad, and I'm I'm amazed at how many times I get into a groove where it's just. Restaurant six miles away, order after order after order. The restaurant is six miles away. And sometimes you think, okay, that means that they're trying to get you downtown because things are busier. They're trying to get you to a certain area. And you take one of those orders and your next order is back where you were to begin with. And it is like, I don't know if there is a glitch in their system that says, hey, you're really not where you're at. You know what I mean? And, uh, but I don't know. It's just, uh, they, they are probably the worst as far as, they're dispatching. And part of the problem with that is that there's a two minute gap between orders on, on Grubhub. And so 
I think that just compounds the problem. Now, I think a lot of their issues could be solved by fixing that efficiency. And where the problem really is bad with efficiency is on multiple orders. They are the worst of anybody at giving you two pickups from a restaurant and the customer A is five miles to the east and customer B is five miles to the west. And you have to drive right by the restaurant to go between customer A and customer B. And so you're sitting there with the food in your car forever by the time you get to that second customer. And so I think there's just some real problems with their dispatching. DoorDash can just drive you crazy with some of their long waits. And, uh, but I find that, you know, probably the information that they provide on when that order is supposed to be delivered helps you prepare a little bit better than it does with anybody else. I've heard from a lot of people that have different experiences, but my experience with multiple orders on DoorDash is that they're kind of amazingly efficient, that they do a good job, a better job of anybody in at least kind of lining up where the customers are in the same direction. Doesn't always happen. But the part that really surprises me is that they're the first ones to really start offering you a pickup from a second restaurant that is very close to the first restaurant. And I'm, I'm amazed at how often those customers all are right in line. So it's not like you're going out of the way for one to get to the other. So I think in that regard, you know, what I see is I see that, uh, DoorDash and Uber Eats are probably very close to each other for the lead. And I'm going to give maybe slight edge to Uber Eats, mostly because of that fact that their customers are a little better conditioned to be out there waiting for you. When you get to the bottom, I don't know. You know what? Grubhub, their dispatching is so inefficient that I really want to put them at the bottom. But that problem with that multiple orders with Postmates without your ability to accept or reject, what that means is you end up having to either cancel the first order or you've got to take all of them. And that just, that really throws off your efficiency. And it's just bad enough that I just, that puts me, that puts them at the bottom as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Our fourth question is how well do they respect the independent contractor relationship? Now, to me, this is an important one. Um, and ultimately this is, this is the thing where I say they're all scum. I'm not going to get too much on the soapbox here. I don't want to make this too long, but Here's, here's the deal is all of them are guilty of advertising the opportunity as if it's a job, but then treating you like an employee. And, uh, you know, the problem is that they're trying to bring you on as an employee, but only pay you as an independent contractor and not have your back. And, and I think that's a problem. And especially when you're an independent contractor, you have rights and it's whether or not they respect those rights that we want to deal with here on this. Now, I'm going to say that Postmates and Uber Eats are really good at letting you just go available for deliveries or log off on the fly. You don't have to worry about schedules. You don't have to worry about if you logged out too early. There's there's none of that to mess with. And, and there's not the pressure to accept orders on those two, like there is with Grubhub especially, and DoorDash to a little bit lesser extent. With Grubhub and DoorDash, you've got scheduling blocks to deal with. And, uh, you know, and those kind of, I think, add a little bit of that employee element to it. Now, Uber Eats, I think they've got the best understanding of everybody, of those boundaries. And I think it's mostly because they're the most intimidated by the, op the possibility of being forced to use employees instead of independent contractors. I had a corporate 
person tell me that the reason that they don't do things like, you know, any kind of training or providing shirts or bags or any of that stuff is they do not want to do anything that the courts could interpret as an employee relationship. So I don't know that it's necessarily that Uber Eats better respects the relationship as they're afraid of what the courts could do if they don't. You know what I mean? Now, I think that Grubhub is kind of the polar opposite on that that end of the spectrum there. Because to me, I mean, I just see it as there's a lot of intimidation. There's a lot of manipulation trying to scare drivers into higher acceptance rates. They do a lot of things where they will take away the ability to schedule uh, based on, you know, and, and they're, it's punitive stuff. And uh, you're not supposed to be able to do that with employees. Now, DoorDash was nailed a couple of years ago. They had like a $5 million settlement to a lawsuit about misclassification, and it was all built around. They were requiring things like you accepting so many orders. And I think that DoorDash was kind of forced to be a little bit better at that as a result. And uh, in fact, they even put that in their... uh, Uh, on their website, that you will never be deactivated for your acceptance rate. So I think they kind of understand that a little bit, maybe not as well. But I also think they've got kind of a problem with their new pay model. Not as many orders as being picked up as they thought would be. And they're trying to figure out how do you get that fixed? And so there are some areas where I kind of wonder if they're kind of drifting towards the way DoorDash works, or the way Grubhub works. I would say the worst of them all is probably going to be Postmates. And it goes back to that thing about adding on orders. You have to have the right to accept or reject orders. And to just get them added on is not right. It's not good. It's not, it's just wrong. You know, Uh, how many times can I say that? Or how many times can I repeat myself saying that? (laughs) But here's the thing with that. And here's part of the problem with it is that Postmates is a very short leash with drivers as far as if you cancel on an order. And uh, you can be deactivated. And here's the deal with me is if they go and they tack on three different deliveries after I've accepted one, uh, if I've got other things going on, I'm going to cancel and I'm going to cancel, you know, and and just drop out. You can't drop out just one. You've got to drop all of them. And so that shows up as four cancellations with Postmates and it can just bring you so much closer to being whatever you want to call it. Fired is not the right word, but you know what I mean. And and it's over something that they shouldn't be able to do in the first place. And, I th- you know, another problem, I think, with Postmates is that you get these orders and you don't get enough information to make a decision. And so let's say you get one for a restaurant, you find out it's order and pay, you find out it's going to take an hour, and you decide you don't want to do that. Well, kind of the way they've got that structured with uh, deactivating people for cancellation um you don't have that option to cancel that then at that point. And so those are some things that I think are just bad enough that, you know, again, it's another one of those areas where Grubhub is pretty bad, but somebody finds a way to be just a little bit worse. So our last question is, how are these companies when it comes to support? Well, they all fail here. (laughs) There is no good support. It just isn't. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that their whole concept is to try and get these deliveries done with as little human involvement as possible. And so they try and do it so that the app can handle as much of the issues as possible. And then when it comes to actually having people to handle those issues, all of them farm that support out overseas. 
And so what you end up having is you've got a language barrier then, and you have people that you're working with that because they've not done delivery and especially delivery here, they've got no idea what you're dealing with. And that just creates some problems. And sometimes it can create a nightmare. If you're in the middle of one of those deliveries and they don't know what to do, they're not trained or any of those things. So, and, and I think all of them are just kind of on a real low level to begin with. I would put Grubhub and Uber Eats just a little bit above the pack because they've got some options for direct support. Now, Grubhub's got a driver specialist for each region. It's not a huge benefit because the driver specialists are so overwhelmed by how many people that they're being a special, not a supervisor. You can't call them a supervisor because you're an independent contractor, right? Although they act like a supervisor and that takes you back to that whole respecting the independent contractor thing. But I digress. Anyway, they do have somebody that you can go to, but at least I think in different areas, it's a little different. Some people have better luck getting a hold of them or getting a response. Um, I can email and email and email and not get any response. And I don't have a direct phone number or anything. So you're just kind of screwed if you need somebody there. So it's not a huge advantage. It's a little bit. Uber Eats has got their green light hub that they've got for the ride share. And in that, you can go in and you can talk to people about account issues and some different things like that. So there's a little bit of support there that way if you really need to talk to a person that's got the authority or the ability to do something. Now, DoorDash has got some regional offices. Um, and again, accessibility is an issue. Usually they're only you know part-time people. So you got a, one person with a few hours and their main thing is mostly onboarding. So they're not really there for supporting the driver fleet. And with Postmates, I don't know of any of that. And in fact, getting support for calling, it's, it's like it's almost non-existent. It is hard to find the number. And so with Postmates, I'd say, there just almost is no support. So, okay, after asking those questions, then how do they compare? Well, I don't know. You know what? Really, the idea isn't so much to compare them. Now, I could do probably a point system is, you know, if I kind of ranked each of them in each of the four or each of the five questions, and if I gave four points to first place, three to second, and so on. Yeah, here's how it would look in that regard. And that would be Grubhub would be in the lead with 16 points. DoorDash is 14. Uber Eats is 13. So they're all real close to each other. And then you got Postmates way down at the bottom at seven. That would probably be different in different areas. You know what? If if Postmates were busier, they'd probably be up there a little further. And so what's the deal with that? I, I don't think that you can say there is a best. There really is no best. Like I said, you know, I think they're all scum. They're all thieves and they've all got issues and they all exploit their people. And that's just who they are. But here's the deal with them. They're also all your customers. Think about it, folks. When you're the, when they're the ones that you're contracting with and they're the ones that are doing the payments and the deposits into it, ultimately they are the ones that are your customers. And that puts you into control. That lets you control the relationship a lot more than you realize, folks. When you look at it in that light, you know, a lot of those issues and a lot of those problems with those customers, I don't think they matter that much. You know, no more than, uh, you know, what all of my personal issues matter that much to whoever I'm, you know, owns the uh, corner store down the road, right? You know, it shouldn't matter to them anyway. And it really, 
ultimately, here's the deal, is you're running a business. These folks are your customers, or these companies are your customers, and you've just got to make the decision. It's not so much who's better, which one's best. It's more like, how can you best run your business, and how can you be the most profitable? And there will be opportunities from each one that can help you with that. So I don't think the answer is to choose a platform. Now, I do go with Grubhub because of the consistency that I've got with them and the way their scheduling works. That seems to be the best fit for me as my primary, but I don't have any loyalty to them more than anybody else. You know, here's the deal. Like I said, you know, the Postmates deliveries had the highest profit per hour, but they also had the lowest pay. And if I tried to do only Postmates in my market, it would be a flop. And in some markets, they're dominant, so they might be the better way to go. And I... Ultimately, I don't think it's so much about who's best. It is how can you profit the most and how can you do the best with the options that you have? And the options obviously are not limited to Grubhub, DoorDash, Postmates, and Uber Eats. But you know what? There's going to be times that uh, I can squeeze in a short Postmates or an Uber Eats delivery and couple that with DoorDash or with Grubhub. And I can be more profitable by using each one to make the other a little bit better. So here's what I would tell you to do is one, get your own set of questions, ask, find out the things that are really the most important to you, create some questions, and then start asking those about each of the options. And then ask yourself, which ones of those are really the most important? But here's the other thing I would tell you to do is to be open-minded. You know, be honest. Uh, Don't give your favoritism to any one company over the other. Don't get emotional about one. And don't get up in your feelings about the issues with any of the others. That's the way I think UDM would say it. Don't get up in your feelings there. If there's a real issue where one has just treated you far beyond what is tolerable, there's nothing wrong with firing your customer, you know? But if you can still operate well, if you can still be profitable in spite of those issues, then folks, be the boss. Know the things that are good. Understand the things that are not good. Understand how to work around it. But you be the boss. You take control and you choose the way that you work and the ones that you work with that work the best for you. So folks, that's going to wrap it up for today's episode. And I want to thank you for sticking around. And uh, I would love to get your thoughts as far as what you think is the best. You know, shoot me an email at ron at entrecourier.com or go over to the contact page at deliveronyourbusiness.com and you can even leave a voicemail there. And in the meantime, folks, I want to ask you a question and that is, is the information I'm providing helpful for you at all? And if it is, please share us, let people know about us and get the word out so that uh, we can be found because if we can get found, we can help more people take control of their business to help more people be the boss. The last thing that I ask you, as always, is going to be please never forget to go out there, take control of your business, go out there, and be the boss. 